What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister BJ Major, and I welcome each and every single one of you to a brand new episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very much for pressing the play button to check out today's episode of God's Recording. Be sure to share this podcast. When you share this podcast through a text message, email, or social media, not only are you helping the uh, not only are you helping this podcast to grow, but most importantly, you are helping the gospel of Jesus Christ reach more and more people today. I am not alone. Joining me today here on God's recording is one of my dear friends. And also she's a member of the BJM ministry staff. Um, she also been on God's recording once um, a few months ago. So I am glad to have her back here with me today. Please welcome beautifully, Yasmin. Welcome back to God's Recording. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Amen. It's good to have her back on here. I'm excited. I told you all that one of these days I'm not going to be by myself. So today is that day. I am. I'm here with my friend and... We're going to talk about the blood, the blood. I know we, we all done grew up in church and, you know, every time somebody say, oh, the blood, the blood, you know, some, some folks will get confused about that. Like, what's what's up with the blood? What's what's going on? What blood? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the blood of Jesus, the power of the blood of Jesus. Yasmin, you want to talk a little bit more what we're going to talk about today? I know for me, when it comes to understanding the power of the blood, it came to me. Um, I read a scripture a couple of weeks ago, and it was saying that prayer is, like, literally, your words, once you pray and you believe what you pray, your words manifest, like, and that only happens because of the blood of Jesus, because of Jesus sacrificing himself for the greater good. And for me, when it comes to the blood, it helps me know that, like, no matter anything that's going on in my world, no matter anything that's happening to me, the blood covers a magnitude of things. The blood can cause change to break through the blood. Like, the enemy's not scared of me when he sees me. He's scared of me because of the blood. He doesn't... I have no power whatsoever. But because the blood speaks for me and the blood is what sent me and the blood has a significant scent, the enemy knows who is attached to the blood because of that significant scent. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm reminded of the song. Um, the blood would never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows um, to the lowest valley. The blood that gives us strength from day to day. It will never lose mm-hmm. its power. I want you. I want. I want to paint the visual for you all. Just imagine, you being right there, over two thousand years ago, witnessing Jesus on that cross. Seeing his his battered body hanging on that cross and all the blood that was dripping down off off of him, all that was done for us. And mm-hmm. when, when when I hear that song, the blood would never lose its power. I think of Jesus on that cross and think of the price that was paid. So most definitely, I don't want to. Ignore the fact of what he did for me and did for all of us. That same power that was on the cross back then, that same power still moves through this world today. But the sad reality is either folks ignore it or folks don't want to accept it. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, The Christian walk is not 
like any other religion. Really, Christianity is based on having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think people miss that because they get so caught up in the other religions or whatever in the world that they miss out on truly getting to know someone who's real. And that is Jesus Christ. So right. I, I, I think the blood, you know, is, is taking just... How can I say this? The blood is looked at as just something else, you know, pe that re quote unquote religious fanatics are crazy about. But it's not like that. You know, I like I do all the time here on God's Recorder. I challenge you yourself to go and get your own answers from Jesus by trying him and by by truly getting to know what the fuss is about when it comes to this man named Jesus. Um. When you said that, I thought of three things. Um, for me, well, in our lives, on as our human beings, you need blood to live. Blood is essential. It is very essential. Like a human being cannot live without blood. And then I thought of I was just watching um, this sermon this morning, um, and it was it, it was Confirmation Church, but it wasn't my child. I can't remember the guy's name. He has the sermon is called Upset the World. And in it, he was talking about how um, people get caught up in the religion and forget about the God who created the religion, the perfect holy religion. You get so caught up in being baptized without the person who baptizes us. So we we have it, it gets. I feel like when it comes to the blood, we got so caught up because God made His grace or Jesus made His grace so sufficient for us. And because the grace covers us on a day-to-day on a -day basis that we got comfortable and thinking that the like we, 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 we underrated the blood of Jesus. And when it comes to the blood, that same blood, like the death of Jesus was good and all. I, I, I don't, like, his, his, his life was, was, was a great thing. He came to earth, everything he did was good, he was needed. But the most important part that was, that was like the eye-opener for the enemy was when his blood actually hit the ground. Mm -hmm. When he literally died and his blood touched earth. That's when the enemy knew, oops, I did something wrong right here. But by that time, the minute that blood touched the earth was when God was changing, was, was, was turning the world upside down to fix it, to, to, to make sure that me, you, and everybody who came after that, that the blood was sufficient to cover us and the blood covered those who came before us. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a lenient thing. God needed something to be so big that it covers generations of generations of generations of sins. Nothing can cover that but the the first child. And when he gave his first and only child, his only begotten son, that was like the biggest sacrifice anybody, human beings can't even comprehend giving up something that you love so much because of somebody and those people may not even accept them may not even accept them may not even accept the sacrifice you're giving like if you have to sacrifice your own child for somebody without even knowing that like deep in that because God gives us free will so he gave us Jesus Christ as free will without knowing that oh this people might some people may not accept them these people may accept them this people will um, crucify my child this people will mistreat my child he gave us Jesus knowing all of this that even some some people will still end up in hell because they don't want to believe in the power of the blood 
And there's no way you can be saved unless you are under the blood. The blood is the only thing, the saving grace that we have. And when we wake up, when we understand through the blood, I can make yoke break through the blood. I can stand on the enemy's territory because it's not about our might. It's not about what degrees you have or who you are or a title you have. But it's about what you can do with the blood that scares the enemy. It's one thing to have the blood, but do you know how to operate in the blood? Do you know how to use the blood? Do you know how 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 you can how you can demolish things with the blood? It's one thing to to have a car, but do you know how to drive it? Mm. You gotta, you gotta speak. It makes no purpose to have a car if we just sit there and it breaks down. Because when you have a car you don't use it, it's just sitting there. The engine like by give it a few years and it's not gonna work anymore. Like it, it would defeat the purpose. The car needs to be used. That's the same, same thing with the blood. When you have the blood and you, the, the power of it, when you don't use it, the enemy now has upper advantage. Because even though you have the blood, because that's, that's what happens to children who are lost right now, God's children who are lost. The blood is not, it's not eliminated. It does not eliminate anybody from it. But it can only operate when you use it. It can only move when you use it. Jesus does not, like God did not create us to, to, to dominate the Christian. I get to the thing where I was thinking in, about heaven just a couple of days ago. I was like, God, why would we, why would you create us to be machines just to be at your begging feet? Like, oh, wow, we'll say, like, blessing, just, just to worship God. And God showed, like, he showed me a revelation. And he was like, I created matrix in heaven. I have paved ways of gold in heaven. Why would I create y'all just to sit at my feet all day, every day when I have angels to do that? The reason why we go in heaven and we're like, oh, praise to the Most High God, is because we are living how God created the world to be when He first created it with Adam and Eve. That's what we're going to be receiving in heaven. It, when the world is going to go back to its original creation, it's not like we're going to be robots. Just God doesn't want us to just be mindless people. That's what the enemy will want. He wants he wants to brainwash you. He wants you to understand. That's why they have so that's why social media exists. That's why that's why we have um influencers and people think to influence your to influence your mind. Because if the enemy can get penetrate your mind, then he can really destroy you. Through the mind is where your every action lies. If the enemy can lie to you and let you know that you are you are you are powerless. You are of less of value. How are you gonna let somebody who is the is the master of copycatting, who is a fake, the father of fake, the father who has no value, a person of devalue that has no value to tell you your value or to tell you who you are before God when he is nothing before God? Mm. How are you gonna let somebody tell you the power of the blood when he fears that power? Just the son of God's name, he, he trembled. And you're going to let him tell you that you are powerless and God spoke you into existence? You better speak that. And, I'm telling you. And, and you know, um, one thing I did want to touch on is when it comes to religion. Religion is not a bad thing. It's just being misused, if, if that's the correct way to say it. Um, cause religion, especially there to keep order and to you know, keep, well, like I said, keep think keep things in order. It just isn't being so misused. People use religion in place of truly doing what needs to be done as 
Christian believers. You know, uh, we, we oh, I've been saying this for months. Um, during all this stuff that's going on in the world, you know, you have truly witnessed and seen those who are truly real and those who are truly not real, you know, about their uh, walk with Christ. Because at the end of the day, you know, your actions should speak way louder than your words, you know. Right. Um, when I think about the about the blood, I think of how so many people very loosely say I plead the blood without really one, first of all, saying it with faith and two, just saying it be saying and we, we get two caught up in cliches, I believe, sometimes to the point we, we don't one, we don't realize what we're saying and two, we don't have faith with what we're saying. You know, mm-hmm. when I plead the blood, I'm pleading the blood. You know, I'm going to war. You know, I plead the blood. You know, right. it, it's just uh, folks get so caught up in that, you know, cliches like, you know, it has become it's just something people do. You know, they say, you know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. But really just saying to be saying, have faith with your words. And not on that, truly right. believe and know what you're saying, you know, because if you really want to see something happen, I believe Yasmin just said a second ago, if you truly want to see something happen, you truly got to have faith and you truly got to say, I plead the blood. I, I, in the name of you, I plead the blood over this sickness. Or, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you really got you really got to have faith with your words and you got to know what you're saying. It's a terrible thing to be saying, saying you don't know nothing of what you're saying or don't realize what you're saying. Right. That's how the enemy was able to like, remember when Jesus was in the garden of Simeon, not the garden, <laughs> when Jesus was fasting in the wilderness for 40 years and 40 nights, and he came to Jesus and tried to, like, um, deceive him with, like, the word of God, but, like, manipulated the word of God. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what it's really, when it comes to religion nowadays, it's very important, like, I think you mentioned this last time we spoke, it's very important and very imperative that you pay attention to the words that are coming out of people, like, not everybody that calls themselves a pastor is a pastor. Not every religion or not every church is for you. So you really got to be able to test the, test the spirit by the spirit. Take the word of God that's living and test the word that is coming out of their mouth. If some word that came out does not fit right with your spirit, your spirit is not going to lie to you. Then you need to go in the Bible and go find out what exactly is this, is this where is this word found? What exactly is the understanding of it and what is God trying to say? Because a lot in these last days that's coming up, like, we, we, we see so many people use religion as a cover-up to cover up what they're doing behind the scenes, to cover up, to be sheep, to be sheep in wolf clothing. If that makes sense. Um, Perfect sense. And now you see, like, people, like how you just mentioned, God is ripping people up, their veil, people with their veils open, to, to take people off their, their pedestal. You got to know who you're listening to and who you're, who you're feeding your spirit to. You can either be eating from the enemy or eating from God. The enemy knows how to disguise himself to make it look like it's of God, but it's really not God. Again, he's, he's, the, he's the king of faking, copycatting, and covering things up. He's a, he's a father of lies. So wherever there's a lie, wherever there's a deceit, wherever there's any seed of anything that's not of God, then it's definitely of the enemy. So when it comes to the blood, when you when you think of like how you can operate in the blood, because it's easier said than done to tell you know what the blood is or how to use the blood. Be careful what you're saying. 
because even the Bible says, do not say my name in vain. Do not, do not speak his name out of like, without you actually meeting it. When you speak in the blood, when you use the blood, it's literally, you, like as you're saying it, it's happening because you put, you, you put the blood on it. Mm-hmm. So when you speak the blood and you, you're speaking just off of your mind without you thinking what you're doing, you may either be putting yourself in danger or opening yourself up for warfare that you didn't think you were going to open yourself up for, that you are not ready for. Yeah, it's just like, for example, example, people want a promotion, but you're not ready for the promotion. You want that dream relationship, but you're not ready for that dream relationship. You want the money, exactly. but you're not ready to handle the money. You know, it's just, you know, it all goes down to really not just knowing what you're praying for, but making sure you're prepared for it. Because once you say, Lord, give me this or do this, be careful what you ask for because you just not get it. You know, you, you gotta be prepared for. You just can't say I want something. Even oh, I'm gonna go as far as say even if God promised you it, promise you something. Just because okay, God promised me I'm ready for. It. That don't mean you ready for it right now. But just know God promised it. It's gonna happen. But that don't mean you rush God. You still gotta let things happen the way it's supposed to happen. You know, uh, it just it's it's. I'm trying to find the right word for it. You just really, like I go go back to what I said a second ago, you just really got to know what you're doing and what you're saying and realize that, you know, the power in what you're saying. Because, you know, just remember how strong um, your tongue is. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. So your tongue is powerful. And it, right. you, you got to be very careful. Very, very Even with the things that are good that you're saying, you got to be very careful. Very careful. Anything else you want to um, say? Yes, man. Um, I mean, lastly, I'll just say that just, I don't know. I would just say just when it comes to Jesus and what he did for us, like just remember the pain that he went through for that to happen. Like be grateful for the fact that he even allowed, like I didn't think, I don't think God God forced me to do it. I, I believe to me because God is not a person who forced him to do anything. He told Jesus about it, and Jesus agreed to do it. Um, be more. We should be more grateful when it comes to our relationship with God. Um, not always being a one way street. Don't just always go to God and be like, give me, give me, give me. Sometimes go to God and say, What can I do for you? Like, how are you doing? How what how are things going on with you? Like. Have a relationship with God to where you can hear him and you can commute with him. And that's when you will know the true power of the blood of Jesus is God only reveals certain things to the people who are close to him. Like with Jesus, when, when he was going through certain things, he would he would pull himself away and only a certain limited people was able to to have that connection to him. God can only tell you what 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 he needs to know, what you need to know based on your closeness to him. There's sometimes where God tells me like a little inside joke or something like that, which is being near him, and I'm laughing. Nobody else understands what's happening, but I get it. And also, um, just because the blood covers a multitude of sins or, or whatever you do, does not mean you should freely sin consistently mm-hmm. because you know God is going to forgive you. That is rude, disrespectful. Do not disrespect my father. 
Just because he loves you and he he was he died he sent his son to die for you, he was continuing to forgive you. Please do not go out there and keep doing the same thing and coming back to him and asking for it. It's different if you're a newborn Christian and you're on you're you're, you're trying to get it right. That's different. But when you intentionally do something knowing that it is not okay and you feel in your spirit it's not okay. But yeah, you do it and then you come back to your part, then you go back and do it, you come back in your part, then you go back and do it again over and over. At some point, God is like he's not gonna stop forgiving you, but he's gonna get tired. Like you're gonna have to pay for all this stuff. It's like everything has a repercussion. Every action has a repercussion. There's 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 principles, there's laws in place for a reason. So that God cannot go outside his principles and we can't walk out of the principles. So Whatever that you do, be mindful that there's 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 repercussion for it. There's there's a reward or a punishment for whatever you do. So be mindful and be kind to one another. In this time that we're in, the more thing most thing people need is love. Even if you don't receive the love, show people love. Because I believe everything that's going on, if I'm gonna be the correct me. I believe everything that's going on is a heart matter. Like I get that the hatred and all that, but all of that is still heart matters because either somebody. Does not love somebody because of their color or whatever, but it's all rooted in the heart. Right along, am I right? You're right. So as you're going, hmm? no, go ahead, go ahead. So as you go on with your day to day life, just think about how, even though you sin, even though you go, you fall short of the glory of God. He still loves you through it all, even though. Even in the midst of when you didn't even when you didn't even receive God, and you weren't even under His under His alignment, that He still protected you in the midst of your sin. Find that same grace that you expect from God and give it to human beings. We are all imperfect. We're trying to we're trying to live a good life, which we're all trying to be what God has called us to be. But also in the midst of that, do not. Do not allow your imperfections to overshadow you, to have you thinking that you're not exactly where you're supposed to be. Because every step that you take is perfectly ordained. Every pain that you went through is perfectly ordained and graced by God for you. So the moment that you're in right now, do not find it as, um, at, like, because you're trying to get to tomorrow that you're not grateful today. Be grateful where you're at right now because you're exactly where God wants you to be. Exactly. One thing, and and firstly, before I move on to the invitation, I do want to say thank you, Yasmin, for joining me today here on God's Recording. And it's something you said that really just caught my attention when you said God didn't force Jesus. Jesus agreed to. We got to remember that God, Jesus is God in flesh. Emmanuel, we call Jesus, in the book of Matthew, you know, you see that, you know, Jesus name um, was Emmanuel, which is interpreted God with us, you know, so Mm -hmm. God, Jesus is God with us. So his father's will was in him, even though he was in the flesh, you know, his father Mm -hmm. will was in him. And Jesus main focus was to do his father's will. He was God in flesh. And so, you know, God sent Jesus. And automatically, Jesus, what, what, what was in God was in Jesus because Jesus is God. And Jesus went all the way to the cross, died for us, was buried and rose again with all power in his hand. The blood that was shed back on Calvary 2,000 years ago still works today. 
So for those of you who are listening out there right now, if you truly want to try Jesus, now is the time to do that. God loved this world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So at this time, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and want to just turn away from your sin, want the Lord to give you a new mindset, to clean up your old your, your mind and give you a whole new mindset. Now is the time to let the Lord do that through his son, Jesus Christ. So at this time, come to Jesus while you have time. Because look at all the stuff that's going on in the world. All these signs of the times popping up everywhere. Jesus is coming back. God is not playing no games. He's, he's giving us chance after chance after chance. But here's the great thing. You don't have to wait to get to heaven to have a relationship with him. You could do that right now before our time comes. Before your time comes. Whether it be in death. Or the rapture, you know, you don't want to get to that point and you know, you really haven't had a chance to truly have a true relationship with him on this side. Like I said um, recently on, on God's record, you know, I'm not telling you all this to scare you into accepting Jesus. I'm trying to get you to realize that you don't have to wait to get to heaven to have a relationship with him. You can start that relationship right here on earth. You truly want to know what real friendship is, what a real relationship is, what true love truly is. Turn to Jesus and find that out. I really would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for me and my, my, my relationship with Jesus Christ. Get to know God, him. Yes, ma'am. All right. God just said them to me. Um, two things. One thing. The first one is uh, our relationship with God on earth is literally the, 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 the getting to know stage. Because once you get to heaven, now you he's going to be able to expose himself to you as he never did before. So the closer you are or the, the, the more you get to know God now, the easier it will be for you to be able to grab, grasp what he's about to show you when you get to heaven. And then also, the, when it comes to um, salvation, God does not need you to get it right first and then come to him. All he's asking you to do is the only only thing he says just says yeah, just say yes to me, yes to my will, yes to my way, and I will help you get it right. I'm not he, I'm not gonna leave you out here to the wolves to, to to let you get it right first and then come to me. I got you. I know you. I created you, so I will help you in because I have that power. That's why he gave us the the um the will to be able to bring him our burdens and bring him our pains and bring him everything and leave it at the altar and carry his yoke. Because we're not built to carry all of that. What the enemy does is he will leave his people and, and have them in, in, in bondages and, ha- and let them figure it out themselves. But God is not an I person. He's a team person. If you see how he operates with the Holy Spirit and Jesus, it's not one is above the other one. They All three of them work in harmony. They work in such a way where it's like nobody has an ego problem. God wants to have that same type of connection with us where it's not like one is bigger than the other one. But if you just allow God to have his perfect will, it will bless you. It'll bless everybody around you, and it will it it, it it will it will restore all the years that the locusts have stolen from you. It'll restore every single thing that you thought that you lost, or every prayer that you you pray that you you thought it's on on death ear. God heard every one of them, but He cannot move until you allow Him to move, or you get the permission to move. That's what salvation is. It's not it's not oh, 
if you die, well, it is if you die, you ain't gonna go to heaven. But it's also for right now, so you can have the the heaven on earth. You don't want you to live on hell on earth. So you can have your heaven on earth. You need salvation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And I'm gonna end this invitation with something I grew up hearing, but didn't understand until I got older. If you was to die right now, mm. would heaven be your home? Let's 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 let me be real. You know, when when it comes to talk about the Lord and heaven, a lot of people want to quote unquote be realistic, but that is being realistic because. We all want to achieve so much here on earth, but we got to keep in mind that we are going to spend eternity somewhere. It's up to you where you are heading. So I ask that question again. If you was to die right now, will heaven be your home? I, 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 I dare somebody out there to try Jesus. If you haven't tried, I dare you to try him. I guarantee you, if you truly truly try him your life will never be the same again so in the name of the father in the name of the son in the name of the holy spirit if you want to reach out to me for prayer or want to accept jesus christ as your savior and want me to pray with you or any if you even have a question more questions about jesus christ and the christian walk please reach out to me you can see all my contact information in the description on this podcast my email all that stuff just be sure you do not click off of today's episode and you have not said yes to jesus christ in the name of the father in the name of the son in the name of the holy spirit amen thank you so much yasmin for joining me here today on god's recording it was my pleasure friend thank you for having me again yeah most definitely she will be back on here soon because um a lot of things are going to be changing in the coming weeks here on god's recording so be on the lookout for that um, make sure you tune in this coming Friday for um, All on the Altar Friday here on God's Recording. Until then, this is Minister BJ Major and Beautifully Yasmin signing off, telling you all to stay great, stay safe, be blessed, and have a great and wonderful day. Later.